I was heartbroken and devastated. All of a sudden, the home I had been trying to build was gone. And the highly advertised and supposedly safe ground I had been building on, that had crumbled beautifully and without any warning. None whatsoever. Just gone. <laughs> Welcome to the How to Empower, Create, Encourage podcast. You're here with me, your host, Alessandra Guerra. Thank you for joining me. In the last episode, I talked about my new focus of creating a brand new storyline. And with that, an entire new book. All of us have a narrative or narratives that we've chosen to run in our minds. Most of the time, it's a belief that we grew up with that was created from our parents and the circumstances of our childhood. Some narratives come with runes. It's up to us to decide which narratives we want to keep and which ones we want to heal and let go of. As you guys know, I fell in love a couple months ago. And after two years of completely avoiding relationships, I decided to commit to a relationship. This was a different kind of love and a different kind of relationship. On our very first date, we went to a <laughs> farmer's market. And I remember walking through this market with this man, this stranger that I'd only known for like two weeks and feeling like I could walk through life with this man for the rest of my life. I know. That's crazy. That's insane. It was I remember <laughs> I remember him dropping me home at the end of the date and <laughs> saying goodbye. And he had asked me for another date. He had asked if I had wanted to go on another date. And I was like, uh, yes, which was terrifying. But I remember closing the door, leaning against the door and just being like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to fall in love. And I just knew it just so instantly. I just knew it. And the first time that I saw him when he picked me up, we met on an app. <laughs> we met on Bumble. <laughs> and we like talked for two weeks before we went on our first date. So the first time we met actually in person was on our first date. And the first time we locked eyes, I just remember just feeling like everything's going to be okay and I'm going to have fun. And after the first date, I just remember leaning against the door because I literally was so shook. And I was like, I am going to fall in love with this man. And I just remember my sister, Deanna, coming down the stairs and being like, oh my gosh, like, how was it? It was supposed to be like a one hour date. It ended up being like a four and something hour date. I just looked at her and I was like, can I just, can I just fall in love? And I did. I fell. I fell so hard. It was a believe in magic put your relationship on Facebook, which hello, I've been in a relationship for two years and I did not ever once put my relationship on Facebook. But this is something that was important to him and that he wanted to try. And I was like, well, you know what? Why not? I want to I wanna try and be all in. So this was a very beautiful, it's just a new experience. I'm rambling. The point is <laughs> I fell hard. And so the breakup was painful. It was incredibly painful and it made me question so many things, including myself and my self-worth. I felt very shaky. All of a sudden, my secure ground was gone. It collapsed. There were sprinkles of breakup suck all over different categories of my life. And all I wanted was to feel secure and confident and grounded and safe again. As you can imagine, feeling like the ground was gone gave me a lot of anxiety, there was sadness, you know, all the usual stuff when you're grieving. 
And this was like grieving the reality that I thought I knew, grieving like the loss of this person that I was in love with. There was just a lot of overwhelming emotions. So what I want to do in this episode, I want to share some tools that have helped me to find solid ground to walk on. This safe ground that I was able to create when I felt like I didn't have anything gave me the freedom to have fun while I discovered new things about myself and while I grew my relationship. So even though there were so many uncertainties, like lots of changing factors, <laughs> there was changing factors with my job, there was changing factors with I moved twice in the last two months, so there's just so many, so many things that happened. I was able to find steady ground so that I could feel peaceful and confident inside regardless of what was going on outside. I want to be able to share that with you, with anyone who is feeling like they're on shaky ground just with things going on in the world or in their own lives. I want to be able to share some tools to help you build solid ground. Something that became really shaky after this breakup was my relationship with myself. Just, hey, do I trust myself enough to... I don't want to say that. (laughs) Do I trust myself enough to blank blank? And do I trust myself enough here? Like, how do I feel? Something that I wanted to do to strengthen my relationship with myself and to discover more about my relationship with myself is journaling. I journaled every single night and it helped me so much with getting to know myself better, with my confidence, with my appreciation with myself. It's incredibly simple. The journaling that I did is something that I made up to specifically fit my needs, and it's called 54321. I go and I write five blessings that I'm grateful for for that day, four evidences that I'm loved, protected, and cared for. An example that I'll share with you is on the September 2nd, it was my birthday. Super awesome. That was I was living in Calgary at the time and that evening I went to go pick up the truck and I went to load the truck and it was like a 15 foot truck and I took the auto transporter so I could pull my car and I was very nervous because I have not driven a truck that big before, especially pulling an auto transporter and I was like, I'm going to be going from Calgary to Langley, BC, that's like a whole other province and like I'm still recovering from my back injury, I don't know if I can do it, so I was super nervous. I saw so many blessings under the four evidences that I'm loved and protected and cared for. There was this guy, like I got stuck near a hotel and it was kind of sketchy. Not like you're going to die neighborhood, but like hold on to your purse real tight. Be aware of your surroundings kind of neighborhood. This guy appeared out of nowhere. He was like, if you trust me, I can help you. And he like got in the truck with me and he like maneuvered it so well that I was able to get out of that area and he had been working with his uncle since he was 16 so he knew how to like reverse trucks and boats and like very cool person but he just like all of a sudden just popped up and I was just like blown away by how many ways I was taken care of and protected on this drive doing this thing that I was so nervous to do so it's five blessings I'm grateful for four evidences I'm loved protected and cared for three observations I made about myself now sidebar This is a technique I learned from my mom. You may remember the episode we did with her where she shared her transformational coaching techniques. Something key she shared was to observe ourselves with love and with no judgment, to observe our behaviors, thoughts, and emotions. If you haven't heard that episode yet, go listen to it now. It's season two, episode seven. And she talked about the importance of learning how to observe ourselves with love because no one can change under criticism and fear. So we need to do it out of a place of love. 
Okay, so after three, it's two. Two qualities I love and respect about myself. And one, one thing I want myself to know. These things were so specific to my needs because it helped me have gratitude. It kept my heart very grateful, just being so aware of every day I had at least five blessings I was grateful for. And just it made me feel safe and loved and protected because every day there was at least four ways that I had been loved that day, protected that day. And all of that, I believe, goes back to the hand of God and how much he loves us and how much he really is looking out for us. And sometimes we just have to open our eyes to see it and open our hearts and our minds so that we can feel it and and recognize it. So all of that helped me feel more safe, build stronger ground. And it also helped me become more aware of who I was through the observation of myself, through the hey, what are the qualities I love and respect about myself? And the one thing I want myself to know, oof, that was always powerful. It was always just like, I was always blown away by what I wanted myself to know. So I invite you to please try this 54321. And if your needs are different than mine, then tweak them to your needs. I believe so strongly in the power of journaling and being mindful and just practicing awareness with ourselves. I think it's so powerful. So in the last bit before my relationship ended, I was feeling extreme anxiety. Just something fell off in the relationship and I couldn't pinpoint what. And it just, it was so, it just was so discouraging. It was so scary. It made me feel so anxious. My mind would race. My heart would race. I cried so many times in the last four weeks of my relationship. It was insane. Whenever I started worrying about the future or analyzing the past or like worrying about the present, just all this worry, stress, anxiety. Ah, what I did is I applied a grounding technique I learned in trauma coaching for my mom. And this one is also very simple. It's five, four, three, two, one, five. Describe five things you can see. Four. Describe four things you can hear. Three. Describe three things you can touch. And what do they feel like? Two. Describe two things you can smell. One. Describe one thing you can taste. Close with saying your name, the date, and describing where you're sitting. This helps pull you back into the present for when your mind races and you're stuck in past or future anxiety. And I really like that one because it helped me be like, okay, I'm here. I'm here in this moment. Nothing else exists. It's just me and this moment. I was up in a trip for Calgary just before the breakup. I guess the week of the breakup. And I was at one of the temples in Calgary. I guess the only temple in Calgary, actually, there's only one. And I was standing there and I was just kind of like enjoying the sunset. And I was looking at the temple and the temple is a house of God. And I just remember thinking, man, like, I wish I just I want to know what to do. Like, I'm so in love with this guy, but I just it does not feel right anymore. Something feels off. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't want to break up with him, but it feels so wrong. Like, I feel cognitive dissonance being in this relationship that I don't know if I can stay, but I don't want to leave. Like, I want to figure out what to do. What do I do? And I was just getting so anxious. And I just, I closed my eyes and I just enjoyed the breeze. It was a very warm day. So I I like feeling the warmth of my skin, but not too hot because that makes me sad. But I just remember a voice came in my head and it said, nothing else exists. There's only you and this moment. There's only you and this moment okay, there's only me and this moment. And this moment is beautiful. (laughs) Like, I have no clue what's going on. I have no clue what to do. 
but this moment is beautiful. That was also the day my boss had called me and told me, hey, like, we need you back in Langley, so you're going to need to decide what you're doing. If you're going to stay with us, you need to be back in Langley. If not, then I guess, like, bye. But he didn't say it like that, but that's essentially what it was. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my career. I was like, maybe I want to take a different direction to a more humanitarian field because that's where I've been most involved in. And this is more towards business. So there was just like so many options. Like there's just so many decisions I had to make. Plus there was another move my family was considering. So there was just a lot on the table in terms of what to decide. But I loved it when I just had to close my eyes. And it was just like, there is only you and this moment nothing else exists and I was like this is a beautiful moment how could it not be like the sunset was gorgeous I felt so peaceful on the ground and I just remember I kept asking my mom mom where do I belong where do I belong and she was like you belong here you belong to God you belong to this moment you belong to your family you belong to yourself and there's just something about that that just Oof, it just resonated and it made me feel so much better. I don't even know where I'm going with this. <laughs> so I'm going to just throw in that I love my mom. And I'm going to start with the third technique that I want to share with you guys. There was an immense amount of stress on my body, on my mind, just so much stress, so much anxiety. So I want to share my favorite techniques for regulating my nervous system. It's so simple. It goes like this. Five, four, three, two, one. One, five long inhales and exhales. This is a technique my mom emphasizes. I was, okay, quick tangent, side tangent. No, we'll keep it brief. I was so grateful for her expertise and her love during this breakup. And like, while I was trying to decide not just what to do with my relationship, also what to do with my job and like where to live and just so many things. She was so calm, literally like a beacon of light and love. And I'm just so grateful. So mom, if you're listening, I love you. You're amazing. Okay, four. Four times 50 skip rope jumps. Three. Three times 20 equals 60. 60 minutes at the gym. It empowers me. It helps me feel more corrected, corrected, connected to my body. If you need encouragement or whatnot, hire a personal trainer. Do whatever you need to do to get yourself going. If exercising is something that's important to you. And if you can't afford a personal trainer, maybe get some friends, get an accountability group going or something like that. Two, two times 10, a 20 minute walk with Theo. He's our, we don't like calling him dog <laughs> because that, he's he's like our dog brother. He's, yeah, he's part of a family. So one, one minute prayer. I get on my knees and I pray aloud in the most honest, vulnerable and intentional way possible. This helps me to feel connected to God and it affirms what the loudness of the stress sometimes makes me forget that God loves me just like he loves all his children and he's got my back, which means that everything's going to be okay. You've probably noticed that all of these include being active and using my body, which helps me feel more connected with myself, helps me feel more grounded and safer. It might not be your thing to be this active when you're stressed. If it's not, there's plenty of techniques online to help you regulate your nervous system. A wonderful resource is my mom. You can check her out her YouTube videos and I'll include her links in the bio. All right, it's Sunday, September 19th, which means it's officially day 15 in my new home and city. I am loving working on my new storyline and narrative. And I just wanna share a couple things with you guys that have happened because of this shift. 
One was, I already mentioned it, but I'm just so impressed with myself. I freaking drove a 15-foot truck and pulled an auto transformer. Nope, that's not how you say it. Auto transporter and drove all the way from Calgary to Langley, BC. I reversed and pulled that sucker out of tight places, except for that hotel sketchy place where that guy came to help me. Thank you so much, dude. And oh my gosh, so many amazing things have happened. I got my fantasy novel manuscript back on Friday and I'm so excited. I'm so excited to move forward with this dream of mine where I get to share this world that I've created with the people in the world. And I just hope that people will be able to relate to the characters and kind of identify, feel a little bit identified in the characters because there's so many of them that are going through all these things. And I think, to be honest, there's a part of me in all the characters except maybe like for the really vile evil ones. They're kind of awful. I hope that there's not a part of me in there, but uh, there could be, I mean, I made them up. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I look forward to hearing your thoughts on that when I finally launch it and I finally publish it. I just wanna share that everyone is empowered to create a new life, one that makes you feel happy and fulfilled and you can choose your narrative. And if you don't like the book that your life is right now, change the book, write a new storyline. You can do this. I've got so many wonderful experiences that I want to share with you guys and so many ideas that I have for season three. I can feel this is going to be a very special time in my life. Right now I'm in Langley, British Columbia, and I'm in a home that I love. I'm working at a place that I love and I believe in. I'm following my dreams and I've just had an amazing time connecting with people here. And I feel so fulfilled. It's crazy that a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, what am I going to do? I just followed what I felt was right. And it's all working out. I know that that can happen for all of you too. Follow what you feel is right. Dare to take risks. Follow your dreams. They're worth it. Okay, I think that I've gone on enough tangents today. Subscribe, stay tuned, and join our community on Instagram under at empower.create.encourage. There are so many things I wanna share with you. Experiment with these steps today with the prompts, with the techniques, and let me know how it goes. I wanna know. Remember, you can create the life, the love, the reality, and the world that you want. I believe in you. Oh, thank you.